Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Expansion Pack Podcast, where we download this week's gaming news, and we bring it to you a little different right now. Uh, this, this video and episode, I guess you could say, is a little different, like a bonus episode, we'll say. Um, the crew and I had the pleasure of going to check out the Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City movie last week. And, you know, we're just here to share our thoughts on it. Um, definitely uh, a controversial movie amongst us. <laughs> so, you know, it's going to be it's going to be fun to get into it. Um, so kind of kind of going through things here. I just want to start with expectations going into the movie. And Chris, since you are designated the, the Resident Evil newbie here. Um, uh, don't do that to me, man. I mean, hey, this, man? embrace it, man. It's okay. It's not nothing bad. Um, you know, we want to we want to get your thoughts initially on what you were expecting to see from this movie. So, hit us off. Um, all right. Well, I guess my expectations were more built around the last set of movies that we had gotten, and not so much the video games. Um, so <laughs> going into this, as far as expectations go. It's not a secret. I'm not a big fan of the last few batches of Resident Evil movies we have gotten, people. Um, I like the first one. I like the second one. And that's it. <laughs> so, like, coming into this, I'm like, all right, this movie, it can't be worse than some of the other ones that, that we had. So, I, I guess my expectations were actually pretty low. They weren't really, like, through the roof or anything like that at all. Because I just couldn't see how they did a worse movie than some of the other ones. There's no way. Like, I'm thinking about it now, that Extinction movie in particular. I was not a fan of that movie in the slightest, bro. Like, I'm like, yo, what is this? And, yeah, if that's where I'm basing it off of, I kind of was like, all right, let's give it a chance. See what they do. It's a new direction. But if I was to go into it and get disappointed, it wouldn't have really phased me too much because I wasn't really a big... uh big thing there from the jump so no i'm saying yeah okay. that's fair that's fair um well manny what yeah um i'll say my expectations wasn't too high i mean we already know like the last resident evil movies weren't the greatest um but maybe a little bit higher just because they were going based off the games and saying that they were doing uh the first two games so i was interested to see how you know, that pans out how they put that together. Um, but you know, after looking at like the trailers and everything like that, it kind of felt low budgety. So like I try not to put it too high, like because the you know, look very like CGI-ish and like the way they had like the little scenes in the trailer looked pretty cheesy. So I was like, okay, this feels like a you know, low budget movie, so we're gonna, you know, take it as is. I'm not gonna you know, come out here and be like, oh, this is some Spider-Man No Way Home budget movie when it really isn't. So I was just coming in as like, you know, a generic Resident Evil fan, hoping to see, uh, you know, them do a good job uh, translating the games into a movie. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Respect it. Respect. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I would have to echo, you know, it's it's no big secret that I've <laughs> been a fan of the uh, the OG, well, the older Resident Evil movies. Um, but I also know that they're bad. They're very, very bad. Um, you know, I agree with Chris. You mentioned it. You said one was good, two was good, and then after that, they fell off a cliff. Yeah. I thousand percent agree with that. I still enjoyed every minute of it. Um, just because I just I just love Resident Evil, man. It's just it's yeah. just one of those things. Like I can objectively say that they're very bad movies, but I I just enjoyed them. So with this one, I was expecting. I was expecting them to be better. I was definitely expecting them to follow more close in line with the actual games, which was something that I was really, really looking forward to seeing how they took that and, you know, adapted it to the screen. Um, but I, I can't say that I was expecting like a triple a AAA movie or anything like that. You know, the, the trailers definitely showed a low budget film. Um, I was really, I was just expecting to walk in there and have fun. That's ultimately my expectation. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, with that being said, <laughs> you said I came in here looking to have fun, but I didn't. No, no actually, I I did have fun. They they met they met my expectations as far as fun goes. 
Um, you know, just you know, obviously after now we have the expectations out of the way, let's just really dive into it, right? Um the movie is poor. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the budget. <laughs> yeah. That's how he puts it. It was poor. <laughs> it was it was uh it's poor. It's poor. Um oh, that was funny. I think they told the story pretty well. And again, I um, you know, the expectation around them sticking closer to the, the games themselves, I feel like maybe to a fault, they stuck really well to it. Um it felt like the how do I put this? Everything that happened in the movie followed the video games very closely, which is good. What I think should have happened, um, and I and I understand, you know, I I, I do respect what the director was doing. Um, the director, uh, Johannes Roberts, I do respect what he was doing in that he clearly is like an original Resident Evil fan. Like it's it's very it permeates itself in everything that happens in the movie, right? Like to the point where this almost feels like a fan film. Um, like he very much loved the original movie or sorry, game that came out in like, what is it? 96, 98, something like that. Like on OG mm-hmm. PlayStation. I think he would have been better served to follow the remakes of all of those games as opposed to following the OG version, because I think, and Chris, I'm I'm sure you'll, you'll get into it when you, you know, give your, what you love and hate, but, I can only imagine that for somebody who's never played those original games, uh, everything that happens in the movie, I think, would probably be lost on you because there's this level of like cheesiness to it that fits very well into what happened in the original PlayStation games, but like it just doesn't make sense for a Hollywood movie, right? Um, and like the, the what what's the t- I don't know what the term I'm looking for is. It's like it's almost like there was like a filter laid over the movie that made it feel very like 1998-ish. And I know that that's the time frame that the movie takes place in, like, because the movie very specifically tells you that. Um, and I do think that that could be a good thing for them in the future if they actually go by the timeline that is set in the video games. Uh, but it just comes across like as a B-rate movie because we're in 2021 and you're telling a story really that's designed for back in 1998 um so i don't know it just comes across really really weird but i i I feel yeah um yeah i don't know that's (laughs) i i have i have more to say but you know we'll we'll start there we'll start there um so you know i guess with all that being said chris you know basically you can tell us did you like the movie or did you hate the movie if you if what do you hate about the movie if you hated the movie, <laughs> you started off. Um, I don't want to say hate because that's a strong word. There's some movies out there that I can honestly tell you I hate, mm. and I don't think this is a movie I hate. I, did I like it? No, but <laughs> the hate is just a little strong. But um, damn, where do I start with this? I think one of the biggest things I didn't like about the movie is again, you know, you mentioned it where. <clears throat> If you played the old video games or whatever, a lot of certain things would make sense to you. And if you haven't, then you're going to be lost on everything. So there's a lot of part, stuff in the movie where, like, yeah, I probably didn't understand what the context they were trying to go through is or what the character was supposed to mean or anything like that. A lot of that stuff, yeah, they might have lost me a little bit there. But um, even without me knowing the characters, I think that's where the problem itself was. Because I don't think if it was me in a position of trying to reboot a franchise... And I would have made a movie that wasn't user-friendly to new people. You know what I mean? Like, I, the movie very much comes off, like, fan service for sure. And then, like like what you said, you know, it sounds like, you know, it almost comes off like a fan film in, in itself. So there's a lot of things about the movie that I feel, man, if they would have just pushed the gas a little harder right here, if they just pushed the gas a little harder right here, if they would have just slowed down right here, it would have been a much better film, like, like, I remember I was telling you guys, I really, really, really wish it didn't feel as rushed and, like, they packed so much shit into it because I really thought that they should have spent more time putting more details into certain parts of the movie. Like, one of... Because I think the, my biggest disappointment comes from the fact that when you really think about the Resident Evil franchise, there's no reason why this franchise cannot be one of the biggest movie franchises out right now. They have the basis of a great story. 
they they do. So like it's just it's annoying. <laughs> like you're watching it and it's like, bruh, if y'all just did this, 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 and this, this shit will be mega hitter and you guys wouldn't have no problems. Like I want to know more about the Umbrella Corporation. I want to know more about um I forgot what Holmes' name is, the one that like tried to defend his uh work or whatever at the uh his name. Birkin. Y'all would know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I want to know more about what he was doing. I I I just feel like I didn't get enough of character development. It definitely was a little low budgety for sure. And then on top of that, I don't know. I like corniness and hokiness in movies. Don't get me wrong, but I guess the kind that I like in my horror movies is more akin to like maybe Scream or maybe like I don't know if y'all ever seen Cabin in the Woods. Oh yeah, that movie had a lot of cheesiness in it, One but I fucking loved ever. that movie, bro. That movie was awesome, you know. Like, so that that's my kind of hokiness I look for in horror films. The stuff that they were trying to do here, it, you know, they probably would have got away with a lot of it more in the '90s because I think back then a lot of movies were kind of like this. This is how they were. Um, not 2021, though. No. I, w- yeah, I guess it's outdated. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I get the feeling that they're going to get a sequel. I just hope that they maybe make enough money off this first one to maybe up some of the things that they didn't have the money for in the first movie. Um, I think another thing I didn't like also was the fact that they introduced the liquor. And I remember in the in the previous films, I don't remember, was it in one? The liquor was in Resident Evil 1, right? Yeah. It was in... Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah I remember it being in it. When that shit was introduced in that movie, bruh, it was like, bruh, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is this thing on the screen? Yeah. The way they did it in this was very... It's not the way you introduce a, a character or a creature like that. Like, they did it in this high school setting, and he didn't come off as menacing or powerful as I thought he should have. Like, I, he's supposed to be tearing something up. Like, before you kill him or you get your, your win, you should have been able to see this thing in action. Because even in the video games... I haven't played them like you guys have, but I do remember seeing how that shit shit is introduced in the video games too. And it's like, oh shit, you know? They, it feels like they nerfed the liquor, bro. You know what I'm saying? Manny, I just got a quick question for you to help me with my memory on this. Was the liquor in one? I, from what I remember recently playing one, I don't think the liquor was in one. I don't think so either. So then it was two. So it was was in two. two, definitely. Okay. And I'll be real with you. When it was introduced in 2, there was no fanfare. It was like, you just walk in the hallways, and all of a sudden, this fucking thing is there, and you just need to run. Like, there really wasn't that much fanfare. So, I like, ah, it's so weird, man. Like, there's a lot of things that I, like, overall, I feel like this movie wasn't good, right? Like, I'm, I'm perfectly <laughs> establishing that. But every time you mention something, Chris, I'm like, well, in the game... That's pretty much what happened. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like yeah. ah, that's pretty much what happened uh, in the game. Like funny. in the game, they were like, they were like scary, but like, it was it was literally designed for you to be like, okay, I'm walking in the, in the in the game. It happened differently. It wasn't. Also, let me just backtrack a little bit. From this point on, this is going to be completely spoiler filled. So if anybody's oh, listening yeah, at this point in time, that. we are absolutely bleep, going bleep, to be spoiling the movie. Bleep, but let's be real. If you've played the games, you already know what happened. So just keep it a thousand right now. Um, in, in Resident Evil 2, the game, you were like walking down the hallway in the police station. And then this thing just drops from the ceiling, flips around. And then like it's here and you just basically have to run. Like You, you could fight it. But like you're dumb if you did, because you, you like initially when you first meet that thing, you don't have really you don't really have enough ammo to fight it. So like you're really just supposed to keep on moving. Um, yeah, I mean the way they did it in the movie was it, they shifted a lot of what happened in the movie away from the police station, which it was in the game, over to this um, what's it again, the orphanage, which was kind of yeah, yeah. something that really came out of Resident Evil Three a little bit. So, I don't know, it was, it was a weird decision, but I don't know. I feel like that liquor scene is, like, it's, like, basically the, mo- the most, like, video game accurate version I guess you could really have come up with. It's But it's really weird. Like, I don't, I agree with you, though. Like, yeah. when you're looking at it from the frame of, like, a Hollywood movie, that liquor should have been a very easy, like, medicine creature to introduce and make it, like, more of a thing. But 
when you look at it from the backdrop of the game, it was pretty accurately done. And I feel like that's the struggle. Like if, if there's anything that any of you are listening, you know, who are listening or watching it, if there's anything that you take out of this review, it's basically like this little bit of conversation. Like there's, it almost felt like the director and the people making it um, seem to have like this struggle between <clears throat> we're making a, a, a movie, a Hollywood movie, but it's still based off of a video game. So we need to like mm-hmm. stick to the events of the video game, but the events of the video game make sense in a video game. They don't make sense in a Hollywood movie. It's right. just, mm-hmm. ugh, ugh. You know, I think this is kind of why we should always give flowers to these people who make these Marvel movies because I think they've they've mastered being able to take something and adapt it to the big screen the way it needs to be done. You know, so like I'll agree, it's definitely a delicate line um, that you're walking on when it comes to that stuff. Because you know, <clears throat> excuse me, I think the liquor should have been introduced or it should have made me feel the same way that them things in Quiet Place make me feel when I see it. You know what I'm saying? When you see Quiet Place and that thing comes out of nowhere, you're like, bro, nope, nope. Yeah. And you get this this feeling, you know? They didn't do that with this, and I'm like, damn. It's like they introduced it because they knew they had to, and they're like, all right, make it like five, five, seven minutes. Cut it at seven. All right, next scene. You know what I mean? And yeah. it wasn't like, <clears throat> I don't know. Not I think, not. you know, I know what you mean. You know what's funny about that, though? <clears throat> so the, I, I forgot her name, but the, the, the mutilated girl from the beginning, mm-hmm. <clears throat> they spent more time making her seem like more threatening. And like, they, they created a lot of tension with that in the mm-hmm. very beginning of the movie. And it was like all of that tension that they created gone. It was like, I never felt that moment again, maybe briefly when, um, when Claire was at her brother's house and like the woman smashed the, the the window or whatever, that was probably the most like tension that I felt from the whole movie. And I feel like there were too many opportunities for there to be more tension around like the zombies, the liquor, like, I don't know. I could, mm-hmm. I can envision a whole scene where, again, like I mentioned in the video game, the liquor was something that you really weren't supposed to fight initially. You could have made the first instance of seeing the liquor like something that they were like sneaking by or, or whatever or running away from. Yeah. And you didn't even necessarily have to have anyone fighting it. Um, yeah, like now now that we're all talking about it out loud, I I, I think there's better ways that it could have been done for sure. Mm-hmm. Def. Uh, I don't know. I feel like what they could have done to make the look more like scary, I guess, since it is essentially a horror film. Is that like instead of just like killing it off immediately, like Chris said, and within like the first five minutes you see it, maybe have something where it's like you know you shoot at it, you know you maybe scare it away for like a couple seconds, but it's like hiding, and then they're just like you know still like roaming around the orphanage trying to like find a secret passage, and then next thing you know like comes later in the film jumps at them and that kind of stuff, but like <clears throat> they did like it's like okay here's a liquor. I know all your Resident Evil fans are going to be happy because you see the liquor. And then it's like, all right, bye, color. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm Snap talking about. Snap his whole head Snap off, Snap his basically. neck. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, well, it's gone. <laughs> and oh, we gave it to you. <laughs> we gave it to you. You know what I'm saying? You you, you watched the, you played the games. There you go. Right. It, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of sad because it kind of felt like that, like, all the time, like, these special zombies. It was just like, all right, you you only see one of it, and it's like that's it. Like the dog. I mean, I understand. Like you're not gonna have like a whole pack of dogs coming out of nowhere because like you know they showed the dog in the truck when the dog got uh, affected at first. But like you know, it's like you see the dog, the dog gets killed, and that's it. And there's like no more dogs. You you don't. Yeah. They're not. They're not a threat essentially. Yep. And. Now you can go. I was I, I was going to say, like, it almost feels like it was like a checklist. Like, okay, we right, need to have a liquor. Right, boom. We right. have to have a dog. Boom. Like, but really the core thing was like, let's just follow these main characters, which I do think, like, actually, there's one thing that I will give the movie credit on. I do feel like they did a decent job with, the, with all the characters. Leon, we'll have to talk about in a second. But Claire, I feel like... Um, I never know how to say her last name, but but uh, Kaya, I, the actress who played Claire, she did a great job with Claire, mm-hmm. I think. Um, Wesker, I think he did a great job. Joe Valentine was kind of weird to me, though. Like, 
I don't remember Jill being such a hard ass in the games. Like she was, I don't know, hard ass as in like. I just no, I just like what I don't, I just want to know what you mean by hard ass. Like hard ass as in like she's like just hard ass. Like oh, she's strong. She gonna whoop she, some. She was badass. Hard. She was badass in the oh, games, badass. but like okay. she was definitely badass in the games, and she was badass in the movie, which is fine. But like, I don't know. She was almost like cold sometimes. It was just weird, like how she was how they were like bullying Leon in the beginning. I don't know. Like all that just, mm. I don't know. Came off weird to me. I know what you mean. Now, like when she stole a uh, Wesker sandwich, she's like, it's a Jill sandwich now. Oh my like, God. That was, like... <laughs> <laughs> that was mad corny. That was mad corny. Oh nah, man. man. It, it was, yeah. as much as like, I love the fact that, you know, they like pretty much bring everybody from one and two and everything like that. Sometimes I just wish that they just focus on the first one and then have a separate movie for the second one. But I understand, you know, like you don't know if you're going to have a second chance with the Resident Evil movie to be able to continue that story. So I can understand why they went with the route of finishing one and two pretty much. Yeah. So, like, yeah, you know. I, I understand. They don't they're you're playing with I guess fire at this point. But um speaking of checklists with characters though, man, can we talk about the characters that wasn't there? Okay. Oh my god. Who, who wasn't there? <laughs> First of all, how you not have Barry there? I I was like, you know, you know, looking through all the characters and everything like that, and I not once I heard him mention Barry, and I'm like, wait, did they just like ship off Barry as if he wasn't there in the Spencer Mansion incident? Okay, whatever. And then, like Mr. X, how are you not gonna have the man chasing him around, the dude that was like practically a big part of Resident Evil Two, and it's just like that's it. So like. It sucks because, and we're we're in uh, full spoiler mode, right? Like, yeah, you know? yeah, okay, yeah. And it sucks because when the movie finishes, it's like Raccoon City gets destroyed, and you practically like, all right, so you destroyed the city. Mister X chases you in the the police station. The police station, I feel like, barely got the screen time itself. Oh. It was just like, all right, here's the main lobby hella cgi'd you got the fucking main gate that is like heavily detailed for no reason <laughs> and then you got like the armory which was like all right a little small little scene in the army they're getting their gear whatever that's it they go to the garage they do they have the couple scenes in the garage and it's like that's it the police station is just forgotten about in the rest of the movie i feel like the orphanage got more screen time than the police station yeah, and the police station was like a big part of resident evil too Honestly, so, I feel like they both got no screen time. <laughs> it's like the orphanage, the most you got out of the orphanage was the liquor and then the reveal of the girl. And then they, and they the had like, yeah, they had like a little nod to the keys from the um from the police station. police station. But like, technically speaking, the police station got more screen time. But I just feel like there's way more you could have done. Like literally nothing about the idea that the orphanage had to be the place for them to go made sense to me other than to just tie it back to the fact that Chris and uh, Claire were orphans. Like, I don't know. It didn't make sense. Mm -hmm. It would, it would have made more sense to me that umbrella was like, was in, in with the police station and the police station had like some secret entrance to get to umbrella. That would have made more sense to me or get to the hive or whatever. I don't know. I mean, that's how it pretty much was in the game. That's and exactly, I thought it was yeah. going to be like yeah. the same thing with the game. It was like, they find a secret passage under the statue in the police station where, like, they showed it in the, you know, the CGI main lobby. They had the statue there. But I guess they wanted to go the route where it's like, all right, we showed you this orphanage in the beginning. We're going to somehow tie it in the end. And I can understand because they had, like, the Birkin underground passage. So, you know, like, I can understand that part, you know, to, like, fit everything all together in the story. And I feel like when you try to fit two games in a movie, I feel like an hour and 30 minutes is not enough time. Because especially when they put that orphanage scene when they were kids, uh, Chris and Claire, that was like a whole maybe 10, 15 minutes itself. All right, maybe I'm exaggerating with that, but like... No, they did take, they did take a decent Good. amount of time on that. Like, I think personally a little bit more time than they should have. There was... There was more exposition. 
yeah, there's more exposition about certain things than was needed, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, definitely, especially because they made it. I feel like there were a lot of portions in the movie where they made a lot of assumptions about the viewership, as if like, well, you know this, you play the games, you know the games already. Right. Da da da. It's like okay. Mm-hmm. So if that's how you feel about it in the middle of the movie, why wouldn't you take that same approach in the beginning of the movie, right? We didn't need the whole orphanage scene. We didn't need to establish that random girl that I don't even remember is even in the game or not. Like, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. You only can kind of get away with that stuff, of like <laughs> stuff like Batman and shit like that. You know what I mean? Because at this point, everybody knows Batman and they know his origin story. You don't really have to go hella deep into his movies anymore into that shit. But like, this is Resident Evil, you know? You, you gotta tell some kind of something, you know? I don't think it's on that level what people just know. <laughs> I understand that, but I feel like they made this movie for the fans, because oh, clearly, yeah. clearly so. it's not like, here's a new franchise, we're giving you the whole backstory, this is what Umbrella is, this is what the T-Virus is, and all that kind of stuff. This is just like a fan service. So that whole orphanage scene, in my opinion, was just not necessary, right. because it wasn't even in the games, so like, why do we need to see it in the movie? We like we know who Chris and Claire is, their brother sister, and we know that Chris is with you know the Umbrella Corpse in the beginning, you know fighting for them and all that kind of stuff. We know that Claire well, comes into stars. That's what I meant. Stars, not Umbrella. Oh, yeah, stars. But then yeah, we know Claire's is you know going in to see her brother. Whatever. We like we already know that backstory because we played the games and it's you know the fans didn't you know we. The orphanage scene was just like just unnecessary. But here's here's yeah. the thing that I, that I have a problem with though, right? Like, it's very clear that this was made for fans. Obviously, mm-hmm. you can still make a movie for fans that is easy for people who've never played or who never doesn't know anything about the franchise to follow. And they didn't do that at all. It was mm-hmm. just like. Like if I showed this to if I showed the movie to my wife right now, she'd be like, "What the fuck is this?" She she's seen the the like old movies with me, and like she played well, she played like a portion of Village with me, and she's seen <laughs> all of Seven, but like she's never seen the original movies. But if you if you show any random person this, they'd be like, "What the fuck is this?" Like they would they would not mm-hmm. be interested in th- nothing about this would make them interested in playing the games. They wouldn't be interested in seeing another movie necessarily. Like it's just a really weird attempt at like reestablishing this franchise and it's like like if if you're making this just for fans why is it not on like netflix or like Mm -hmm. you know like yo i thought it was going to be on netflix when it first got trying to catch the quick bag yo that's why i really did i didn't think it was gonna be in theater (laughs) at all that's the other weird thing right netflix has a, a resident evil show that's coming out that's gonna be starring like it's gonna include wesker but like it's not the Wesker that was in this movie. It's um, Lewis Reddick is going to be playing Wesker. I, I feel like I always mix this up. Who's the guy who um, who plays Zavala in Destiny? Is it Lewis Reddick? Um, um, Lance um, Reddick. Uh, Lance. Lance. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Lance Reddick. Always getting mixed up with the dude on ESPN. But yeah, Lance Reddick is going to be playing Wesker in the Netflix show. Mm-hmm. If that's already happening, and I and I, I have no doubt that this Resident Evil show is going to be. Leaps and bounds better than this movie. <laughs> Definitely You're talking about Netflix. <laughs> so, but like that's the weird thing to me, right? It's like, okay, yeah, we talk about Netflix, but like it's it's Netflix. Netflix is also like Netflix is so here and there. Like there's there's just as many flops on Netflix as there are hits, right? Mm-hmm. So to me, you would think it'd be lower risk to just put it on Netflix as opposed to like putting it in the movie theaters and having this budget and yada like it's i don't know it's just weird a lot of weird decision making yeah a a lot a lot of weird decision making and like sony sony pictures is behind this film too like i don't know man there's just so many weird things like it felt rushed Uh, just yeah everything was just rushed out of place and they definitely could have at least made another movie before they, you know, had to destroy the whole um, Raccoon City. Because, like, <laughs> it just didn't feel right. The way, like, it all ended, you know, they go, go in the mansion and, like, find the escape route and go to the train and everything like that and bounce. It just, like, fell out of place, like, 
of course they had to be all tied up together, but like it didn't make sense. Yeah. I, also, yeah. I don't like. <laughs> I feel like the movie made me question my like thought process. Well, made me question the events of the original game. Cause like I obviously we know the game took place in the Arc Arclay Mountains and all that stuff, but was it happening at the same time as what was going on at Resident Evil Two? Like no, right? Two and three took place at the same time, but one and two was supposed to have happened beforehand, or at least slightly beforehand. So, or one was supposed to happen before two and three. Like I don't know. It's I definitely got to check that out because. Like that, that that now you said that it, it is questioning, like had me questioning myself as if it if it did happen at the same time or not. But like it didn't because in three you play as Jill. Right. And Jill That's, is yeah. the one that like, you know, in Raccoon City trying to like pretty much escape. So like how does they, they messed, messed up. Transpired. They messed like, up. They messed up, they they messed up they on a banger. All I gotta say, messed up on a banger movie because Resident Evil Three is my favorite, and you know Joe Valentin is a badass. They could have like, literally. You could you could have had so like there was no Carlos Oliveira. Like he could have been in there, right? Like you could have you could have had the whole thing with the nemesis, right? It was like mm-hmm. okay, if you didn't, if you weren't gonna put Mister X in the in the original movie, which honestly I think would have been okay if you were then going to proceed to make the nemesis, because the nemesis is like iconic Resident Evil villain. Mm-hmm. And you blew up Raccoon City with no nemesis? Like, no X. What? No nemesis. Like, you bro, Birkin was kind of, Birkin was rushed, too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, ah, Birkin, Birkin well, maybe not, me, Maybe not rushed, but... I mean, like, he, was, he just, was insignificant. Like, he felt exactly how he felt to me in the game. Like, like his his final form boss. It was just like, all right, mark this motherfucker. Like, whatever. You know? <laughs> That's exactly how he felt in the game to me. It was like, ah, you you don't mean nothing. Like your character means a lot to the story because of what you've done to the T virus and so on and so forth. But like his his final boss thing, that was meh, whatever. I didn't really care about that too much. Um so to me that like fit, I guess you could say. But hmm. But yeah, man, I don't know. I just I I feel like missing the nemesis was such a big deal. Like, oh. yeah, I feel like what they should have done instead was make this first movie focus on the whole Spencer Mansion incident, which would make sense. They would have more time to like, you know, do the thing around. Cause like, there was, I feel like there was so much more in the first game that was just like missed out because like they had to focus on two, you know, two games essentially, mm-hmm. and. Well, it would have made sense instead of combining one and two was then, you know, make this movie good enough where you maybe have a budget for a sequel and then combine two and three together because they happen at the same time. Yeah, that's exactly that would have made a lot more sense because then now you're, you have the availability to put or the ability I meant to put Mr. X and Nemesis in the movie if you wanted to and all that stuff. But I kind of feel like what ended up happening is it's probably like what ended up happening is the budgeting kind of affected it because they probably didn't have enough money to like really make a convincing Mr. X or nemesis with, you know, so here's our problem with the budgeting conversation, right? If, if the budget, I mean, clearly they didn't have a high budget, but if the budget was a big issue, making the first movie would have been the easiest, but like budgeting thing that they could, could have possibly ever done. The, The first game only takes place in one location. And then you can like build some bullshit labs when they get deeper into the the mansion. But like, mm-hmm. you literally the perfect. <laughs> I just feel like it's like the perfect thing to have just made the first movie based off the first game because the the mansion is like way scarier than anything that they could have done. Like they did some creative things, and Chris, I think you mentioned it was like one of the things that you did kind of like was the scene where Chris was like fighting. The zombies oh, in the mansion. Yeah. It was like a bunch of flashes and stuff like that. The epilepsy shot. Yeah, it yeah, was man. it was a cool shot. It really was. But there are so many other things that they could have done in that mansion. Like it's a mansion. It's huge. Like mm-hmm. with scare factors. Like I remember there was the the crow that flies into the window in the game. Like that scared the shit out of people. You could have you could have done that as like a little jump scare, and like it would mm-hmm. it would have been a nod to the game. There's just so many things like. Uh. 
I, I like the the windows thing is something that sticks out to me a lot. I remember there was a crow that flew through a window. There was another time where a window just broke mysteriously. I think that also happened in two. It just broke magically, and that scared the shit out of you in the game. You could have done that in the movie. There's so many mm-hmm. little opportunities that you could have had. But it's like when they were in the mansion, everything just felt like it all just happened at once. It was just like, mm-hmm. okay, Chris is shooting one zombie, and now there's like a fucking million other zombies there. And it was like, that was never how it was in the game necessarily. I understand why you might want to change that up to increase the action, so on and so forth. But it was just like there was too much happening with the mansion that didn't need to happen there. Like the mansion mm-hmm. was a more has always been in the game more slow paced, like a slow beat type of thing. And then when you got to Resident Evil two and three, that's when things were like pumped up a little bit quicker because you were in a city. You know, there was a lot more going on. They probably had you know a better uh, budget in the as far as like the game development went. So it was just a different thing altogether. But yeah, I don't know. That was such a missed opportunity. But I got a question. Go ahead. By the way, so <clears throat> in the first Resident Evil films, you know, like how they had that house that they were into. Is it the same mansion that's in this movie? That's in that movie. That's what they try to lead you to believe in the in the old movies, but it's not really like. Yeah, it's yes, it's the Spencer Mansion, but like the this movie, this newer one represented it significantly better than the old movies where like Alice was living in it and all this other stuff. So, but the concept was the same. Like the hive was underneath it, or at least there was a lab underneath it, and yada yada yada. Mm. I was only asking because I, I liked how they did it in those older movies with the whole. The little girl who was like the laser thing or whatever that would come up. Yeah. A lot of the stuff they did in the first movie was really cool, man. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't necessarily accurate to them. That's that's the thing that like they understood about those OG movies. It was like there's a lot of stuff that they did there that made sense for a Hollywood movie, and like it helped the viewer understand what was happening. But the majority of it was not accurate to the game. So it's just. Ugh. Frustrating, frustrating, frustrating. I'm okay with liberties being taken as long as they're good liberties. You know, like even if it's comic books or book adaptations or whatever, they tweak it, but it makes sense for the tweak to happen. I'm I'm good. Yeah, that's cool. You know, yeah, those original movies they they made a lot of sense. Um, the the last thing I just want to get into as far as like the general conversation around the the movie stuff. It's coming. It's coming. I just I want to talk about Leon. Leon, I knew it. What the fuck did they do to my boy Leon? Yeah. Um, He's a rookie on the job, bro. But they made him like a bitch. Nah. I I can even say that and I barely know anything about this shit. All I know, because Resident Evil 4, that's Leon's game, right? Like that's him playing in the game? Yeah, but there's a lot of years that happen between. But still, it's like a whole other dude. Well, granted, like. He was a whole other dude in the video games, though. So that's, again, it's another one of those situations where it's like, fuck, like, I don't like the way they did this, but I kind of see it. I just feel like they didn't need to make him a bitch. Like, (laughs) like you can make him Mm -hmm. a rookie and make him, like, a little bit bumbling, but, like, this dude, I I don't know, man, like. You they could, did that so they could give him the rocket at the end, man. That's exactly why they did that shit, <laughs> which makes no sense, but that's what they did. Yeah, yeah. let's blow a rocket in front of all these other people, and they all survived. <laughs> and that, that's that's the other thing, though, right? I, I'm, I'm not even going to touch that. I'm not even going to touch what you just said, because that that's a whole different <laughs> thing. But part of me does feel like they made Leon a punk so that when they make the next movie, because... If you go by the timeline, right, the next movie would have to be four. So it would be all about him. And he's a completely different person at that point in time. Like, if if you go by the the events of the, like, even taking into account, like, the uh, the comic books and, like, some of the other movies that they've done, like, the, the animated movies, like, after the Raccoon uh, City incident, Leon, like, I think he eventually becomes, like, Secret Service and a bunch of other random... Yeah, he is Secret Service, right? Isn't that what mm-hmm. lands him in for? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, like, he oh, has... getting the president's daughter. Yeah, he's going to get the president's daughter. So, like, there's a huge arc that happens with him after 2 um, that we don't even see, like, in video games. So, when 4 comes about, he's, like, he is really a completely different person. So, I will say that, Chris. Like, take what you see from 4 and don't apply that to this movie because he's not supposed to be that guy yet. But I, I feel like he was, like, the comic relief 
And that didn't make any sense to his character, to me. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, I guess somebody had to be, not like when I'm thinking about it, there really wasn't anybody else who would have fit the bill. Like, Claire's pretty serious. Chris the is cop. very serious. I forgot his name. The the dude, the older dude that the tried chief? to leave the city. Oh, yeah. 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 He was the only other dude in the movie I could think of that was kind of in that role. And then they murked his ass real quick, which, again, made sense because he, he had no business being in any of the Umbrella stuff. <laughs> but, like, ah, oh, man. I don't know. You could have, like, done a little bit more with Jill to make her more comical. But, like, they could have spread out the comic relief. You didn't need to make this dude a bumbling idiot. Like, it just didn't make any sense to me. That shit really bothered yeah. me. That was like yeah. it was painful. Yeah, that was my probably my, one of my biggest gripes with the movie as a whole. Like, there's a number of other things that we're probably not even gonna have time to really get into, but like that would be like top tier. Like, why the fuck did you make Leon Kennedy one of the most iconic characters in that universe a complete punk ass bitch? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And like, if you're gonna do that. If you're gonna make him a punk ass bitch, right, and you're gonna try to tell the story of him not becoming, a, not being a punk ass bitch no more later on, then honestly, I kind of feel like he should have been the focal point of the movie if that's what y'all was really gonna go for. Because it's hard for y'all to introduce a character, especially how they did it when they first show him on the screen and he's like in bed or whatever, and he wakes up. You kind of get the impression that this dude, yeah, he's a, a character in the movie, but like. I don't know, I guess I kind of felt like they were going to do more in-depth stuff with him just based on how they decided to put him as one of the first few characters you see. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. It's just uh, very, very strange how they did that situation, man. Very, very strange. I agree. And they also tried to do, like, a little character development thing with him in the in the basement when the dude turned and, like, Claire told him, like, yo, get your shit together. And he, like, mm-hmm. let off his whole round in the dude. And, like, I feel like they, like, whoever was making the movie thought that, okay, this is his, like, redemption situations. Like, oh, okay, now he's more, like, in tune with what the fuck is going on. But it was like, he, that was so clumsily done. Like, I don't know, just. (laughs) So many things in this movie came across, like, they just had, like, how to make a movie template, right? Like, somebody pulled it up off Reddit or some shit, and they were like, all right, bet boom, 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 we're going to make sure we do this and this and this. Okay, cool. We got to have a cool explosion at the end, a la Michael Bay. Okay. Uh, mm, mm. Okay. Okay. All right, bet. Oh, God damn it, Google. Here's what they found on the web. Okay, you're getting your results already. Yo, but I think it's weird, though. Like, just, just going back to what you said, right? Like, I feel like if this guy was an amateur director, um, again, uh, Johannes Roberts, right? He's not. He made oh. he made forty seven meters down. He made the sequel to forty seven meters down. He made the the strangers. Like he's had a couple of movies under his belt. Like, and forty seven meters down isn't a bad movie. So like, I don't know what what happened. <laughs> it's like my question. Like, I'm I'm really hoping the sequel really really knocks it out the park. I feel like it was again just like too much in this plate in a small time. It's like working with like an hour and thirty minutes just to get these two game stories doubt and it's just it, it's not enough time to get into details yeah. with the stories these you know needed a slow burn, and bro. everything like, really like that did. yeah really did. which the first game would have been perfect for but mm-hmm. i i do think if they make four four it should unless you're just doing completely stupid shit four should be <laughs> a very easy movie to get right mm-hmm. in my opinion like it's just it is very straightforward. Four is arguably one of the best games in the series. Like it's all contained. There's a, there's a high sense of mystery and wonder about like the place that Leon finds himself in. You're only focusing on a singular character. Um, yeah. Uh, uh. Uh, I mean, it's it's tough because like after seeing this is like. Will we even get a sequel? <laughs> like, this, this reels have been great, and like, it's just—I feel like it's just like wasted potential. Probably gonna go to waste if we do get a sequel. I hope you know they do four right because if you mess up four, then that's when you're really in hot waters. And yeah, you know what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? It's like here, here's a better question though, right? Do you want to see a sequel, Chris? Do you want to see a sequel? Yes, if they have money. 
Okay. Danny? About that. <laughs> I, I mean... I do, but I don't just for the simple fact that they messed up like skipping three. <laughs> okay, that's your favorite. Yeah. I mean, I that's that's the thing with this. Like, if this continues on, you can't go back and fix three. You can't. Like, you've lost the opportunity with Nemesis. You've lo- you've lost that mm-hmm. unless unless you create some other random situation. Okay, unless you decide to go back and follow like Carlos Oliveros, like with the team that he was with. And you don't include Jill or, or anyone else, and then he's the one who's really interacting with the nemesis. I could see them going that route, but that would—I don't know—that wouldn't make sense because it's like, all right, you got this side character now becoming a main character for a you know the movie franchise. It's like that's the only no. thing that they like. They painted themselves in a corner that that's the only thing that they can do. So mm-hmm. ugh, I can't think of any other characters that they could really. I mean, maybe maybe I'm just not thinking of it right now, but I can't think of any other main characters that they can pop in and have, like, substitute what Jill was in 3. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Well, at least we got Ada Wong. At least we got Ada Wong. And obviously that... So there there was an after credit scene. Obviously that after credit scene tells us that they have some plans, right? And yeah, I do sure. think... Oh, now that, now that we're talking about this... This actually really would fit the of them making Resident Evil 4 as the next movie. Because the two people in the after credit scene were Ada Wong and Wesker. So I mean, they're the only they're really the only other people out of every so out of everybody that we saw in the main movie, the only people that they would need for Resident Evil 4 is Wesker, Ada, and and Leon. Right? Thinking mm-hmm. am I missing anybody, Manny? I, I think that's pretty much it yeah so like that makes it even more frustrating that you didn't focus on like making leon more interesting watch him try to combine four and five <laughs> you literally <laughs> cannot do that like that oh <laughs> go, well, we're gonna add these you know you're gonna meet, here's shiva you know what i'm saying <laughs> no one thing i didn't like though was how like i feel like wesker was like rushed you know what i'm saying this man you know, he's rolling with the team, knees deep and everything like that. And then it's like, you know, he's just finding out these clues and mysteries like that he just knows right off the rip. And next thing you know, he's like, you coming with me? If not, all right, whatever. I, I got this money I'm trying to get. I'm leaving you, Joe. Bye. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it, it's not like, you know, Wesker gets lost and then you find him later and you realize he betrayed you guys by right. like, you know, working for somebody else. They completely ruined that. Like, they ruined the, the the suspense of it. But again, that's another one of those situations where it's like, okay, if you're making this movie for the fans, the fans already know. So there's no suspense there. You already know that he's betraying you. But like, it's it just comes right back to that same thing that we were talking about. It's like this movie is confused about what it wants to do. Like, are we doing are we are we doing this based off of the movie? Or sorry, are we doing this based off the game, or are we actually trying to make like a Hollywood movie that would make sense for people? It's like I don't know. Oh. Every time we, every time I get back to that thought, like it just frustrates me. It's just like make a fucking Hollywood movie. Just make a movie yeah, for just do it. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. <sighs> it sucks. I agree, man. I, agree. I don't want to. I don't want to dwell on it too much longer because you know we definitely talked about it a lot. But um, I guess before we kind of wrap this all up. If we were to give it a score necessarily, <laughs> it's gonna be interesting. If we're gonna give it a score, what are we giving it? Chris, I'm gonna start with you. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna throw it at smooth three out of ten. Okay. A smooth three. Smooth three. All right. Manny, what are you giving it? Ten out of ten. What can uh, would recommend if you have the money, and why not? You know, nah. Yeah. Um, realistically, Real. I'm gonna say, as a fan, and with like some of the things they throw at you, I'll, I'll give it a four. I'll be generous. It ain't, but probably realistically, it probably would be like a two. You know what I'm saying? Because it just fell all over the place. Some of the things didn't make sense. Like, 
I don't like as a fan that you know played the game and everything like that. The fact that they skipped pretty much a whole game didn't make sense as well. Mm. Uh, like I feel like it was just so much happened, but so little happened at the same time. You know. I agree. I agree. Um, um, for me, it's a complicated answer. As a fan, I'm gonna give this a five. But also as a fan, <laughs> this in the same vein as everything Manny said, like all these things that are missing and, you know, to realistically look at it at. So when I say it's a five, I mean, like my level of enjoyment was like higher up there than people. When I actually look at the movie for what it is, in addition to like some of the stuff that it should have represented in the source material, I'm giving it a two. Pretty hard. That's like a <laughs> 3.2 average amongst the... No. Uh, it would be like 2.5. Like but like... Yeah. They could have at least like throw Mr. X like they did in the video games. Like when the dude was in the cell, just like him bust through the wall and just grab him and smack him. Like, I, I still feel like... and <laughs> We're going to get out of here after this. But I still feel like... <laughs> That they were trying to invoke Mr. X with that guy in the cell because I could have swore, I could have swore that that dude had a top hat sitting next to him in the same top hat that Mr. X has. But nothing about the like, you literally could have just made the zombie kind of look like Mr. X. You didn't even necessarily have to make him Mr. X in the sense that he's powerful and this, that. You could have just done a nod to him because I guess Mr. X doesn't make sense in this, like, you've what you've created so far it doesn't make sense right you can't the way they structured the movie you can't have mr x and then continue on with what you've done like it just to me it wouldn't make sense like he can't follow them through the rest of the movie so you had to just make a nod to him or you needed to just do nemesis and have somebody kill nemesis but they fucked that up (laughs) (laughs) they took away they took away what made me not play Resident Evil for a year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's stress for Mr. X. Jeez. I feel that. I feel that. But yeah, um, yeah, I mean there's there's plenty more we can say about this movie, but you know, we only have so much time. Guys, if you're watching and listening, if you guys have watched the movie or if you're just a Resident Evil fan in general, you know, drop a comment, let us know what you think about our discussion so far. Um, let us know if you if you're interested in seeing a sequel out of this thing. I mean I definitely am, and I just want them to do fucking... I just want to do it right. I want them to do it right. Like, mm-hmm. if, if they only have one game to work with, I think that this director, you know, considering how much he he seems to love the franchise, like, he could do a good job with just a solo, like, focused movie game thing. Like, just one-to-one Resident Evil 4 as the next movie. So, mm-hmm. we'll see if that happens. We'll see if they even get the budget for it. Also... You got to keep an eye out for the Netflix show because, um, you know, we'll definitely have a lot to say about that when that comes out. Yeah, yeah that's gonna hopefully. Be that's going to be busting. It better not be uh, a Joe sandwich out of 10. <laughs> All right, well, we'll save... Uh, <laughs> we'll save our normal outros for this one since this is a little a different of an episode. We won't go through our whole thing here. But, um, you know, guys... Thank you again for watching and listening. Make sure to like and subscribe. Also, make sure to check out our uh, social media at Pod on Instagram and Expansion Pack Podcast on TikTok. We'll check you guys out in the coming week with our uh, with our new episode. Thanks again, guys. Peace. Hiya.